is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up, man? Welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday Poll List. Hello. It's a good radio voice, man. You should work at the radio. <laughs> yeah, make like 50 cents an hour. <laughs> yeah, you have to be there at the ass crack of dawn because you know they'd be like, all right, Simon, you got the 2.30 to 6.30 slot. I've been there for interviews. They're, they're like, make sure you get an interview on the radio. I'm like, why? It's on the AM radio station. Why the hell am I going there? I've never listened to AM radio. Is that weird? No, that's normal. <laughs> Anytime I do turn it over to AM radio, I think I'm listening to something I'm not supposed to listen to. <laughs> it's like very low volume and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. The I'm station. This track, I'm like, what is this? The station that I was on, they have the Coast to Coast, which is like the weird conspiracy theory, like alien call-in radio show. Yeah, that's cool. So. How do you get a radio? Can we get a radio show? Can we just put this on the radio, like a loop of all of our episodes on an AM radio station? Well, you have to broadcast it. You'd have to have a... I mean, if you can make it... Yeah, sure. Let's make a deal with the radio station. Why not? (laughs) Uh, or I could just get like a just giant antenna and put them in my bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could be radio DJs like here for your drive time hour is Sam Edlick. I'm going to try to hone this in a little bit. Luckily, there's not a lot of news this week. I was editing last week's episode and I was like, Jesus, this is a long one. Yeah. <laughs> we really went on a tirade on trending topics. So we're going to go top five. And if Simon has anything, we'll get his top five. But if not, we'll just keep it moving. Not a lot of news, like I said. Start things off. EA and Motive Games have officially announced a new Iron Man action-adventure game. Now, we had a rumor a few weeks ago that EA was going to be making a game. Some people were really, really skeptical about this, probably because it's EA. I'm excited about it. I loved that old Iron Man game, the movie game. So bad, dude. It was bad. All of them were bad, but I really enjoyed it. The su- they need to bring that back, like the superhero movie games. They were all terrible, except for X-Men Wolverine Origins. Right. That's one of the best. Weirdly, it's one of the best superhero games I've ever played. You want to let's get on a tirade about that again. <laughs> I'm sure people didn't get enough of it last week. And we also learned that from Marvel Games that all of these, you know, because we got Wolverine coming out. We have another Spider-Man, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. They're not building a connected universe, which is a relief in mm-hmm. my eyes. I don't know how connected Spider-Man and Wolverine will be because it's from the same studio, but Marvel Games said they didn't want to put all of these studios in a box and like try to make it fit to the other games. So we want everybody, they want all of them to have their own creative sort of outlet to tell their story. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of a relief. I'm glad that they didn't try to like shoehorn in this huge connected universe because they don't need it. Yeah, there's no reason. They'll probably do a Spider-Man Wolverine. Even if it's just a nod, I think that's cool. Yeah. I did like Ultimate Spider-Man that you didn't play as any of the characters, but it featured the characters. So it was kind of cool when you got to race Johnny Storm because he was very important to the comic, Ultimate Spider-Man. I bet the Avengers game is like, damn it. We really thought they were going to connect all this stuff and it was going to boost our sales. Now we're just kind of by ourselves. (laughs) That was our whole plan is to like piggyback on the rest of these properties. 
Surely they're not making content for that game. We got to look at Ironheart's upgraded suit from Wakanda Forever. We got that look in a Marvel Legends figure. What do you think? Man, I don't know. It looks like, what was her name? RC from the RC Bayformers Transformer movie. Sometimes I wonder like, man, do I sound like a Marvel shield because I enjoy a lot of their content? But I know that I'm not because I can look at this and say, I don't like it. No, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. have a problem. Like, I'm not going to force saying, oh, man, it looks great. I think it looks dumb. I think it, it's it's not a good design. So right. it does look like a Transformer. And ever since you said that, I can't unsee it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying I hate it to death, but I don't I hate like it. it. <laughs> I, I really dig I really dig both versions of her suit in the comic books. And I know if you're listening to this and you're saying, Well, the comic books in the movies are too different I get it. But come on, man. They just look too big to me. Yeah. You know? Like Iron Man, his whole deal was like his suit fit pretty close. It wasn't yeah. that much bigger than he was. And from that figure and what we saw for the TV show, it looks like she's in a mech. Which yeah. could be cool. I mean, I think it looks like a Transformer. From what we've seen so far, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm not going to like rip it apart. Yeah, uh, I've learned, and we've talked about it in numerous episodes, I don't really care that much, man. Yeah, I think it'll be fine when we yeah. see it on screen. But the, the figure makes it look kind of strange. Werewolf by Night's runtime, if this is important to you, I don't, I've never been a person that even recognizes mm-hmm. stuff like this. But uh, slow news week. So if the runtime <laughs> of my night is 52 minutes and 37 seconds, does that mean anything to you, Simon? It's just under an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. James Gunn has confirmed that Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, will include connective plot elements from Endgame to help his fans better understand Volume 3. This is what I'd hoped for. I had hoped it wasn't like a really silly. I wanted to be silly, but I hope it wasn't like a one-off thing. I was Mm. hoping it was bridging the gap at least a little bit. Yeah. So that's cool. That's all I got, man. Let's talk about Ghost Rider. Yeah. So somebody broke it down and it made sense to me. I think that Haslabs are always a cash grab. Like I think that they, they're too much. I mean, Galactus was like 450 maybe. I think that the the Sentinel, I got it for a little bit more because I bought it secondhand, but only a little bit more, luckily. But this, they have the Hell Charger and Robbie Reyes, which is cool. And they want $350 for it. And I was like, damn, that's a lot. But then they somebody was like, okay, break it down. So a figure, 25 bucks now. The Hell mm-hmm. Charger itself. Probably close to $100 on its own. Then you have the flame effects. That's probably mm-hmm. like 25 to 50 If they wanted to charge 50 that's what they're going to do. And then yeah. if you were to get the other accessories and then the other Robbie Reyes figure that we missed out on, we're talking, this adds up to $350. For the past few weeks, we've been talking about She-Hulk. The episode last week was so long that we're going to shift... This She-Hulk conversation over to Patreon. We got you guys. So if you were enjoying the She-Hulk talk, now you got to pay for it. Yeah, that's how they get you. (laughs) I like to pride myself on the names that we come up with for this. I don't know what the name of the She-Hulk review show is going to be on Patreon. I'm thinking He-Hulks. 
No. I don't know, though. <laughs> no. I'm thinking he holds, though. That's not a good name. I don't know. We're going to take a second, and we'll be back, right back with the review. If you want to listen to what we think about the newest episode of She-Hulk, you'll have to go over to Patreon. Yeah. Fork over, what, $3? Okay, everybody. It's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new Rock or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for taking that second to let us catch our breath. This is the section of the podcast where we <laughs> review a trade. Simon calls it a trade review. I don't call it that, but you can call it whatever you want. Well, because I came up with the term, and you tried to steal it from me. <laughs> I did steal it, and that's why I say it every time. This week on the podcast, we are reviewing Batman versus Bigby, a wolf in Gotham, because why not? If you know anything about me, I'm a huge fan of Fables. Vertigo was an imprint of DC at one point before they closed up shop on their great series. They had a bunch of great series. I don't know why they closed it up. DC's not very, you know, they don't care about anything except Batman. So mm. here we are. Batman versus Bigby, a wolf in Gotham issue number one. With the blood dry at Gotham's fourth gruesome murder scene in as many weeks, Batman is stumped. The same hallmarks haunt each investigation. Brute force entries, bodies ripped to shreds, and stamped with enormous bite marks. And clumps of wolf fur scattered in the wreckage. Determined to crack this case, Batman finds no leads, and a mysterious, hairy, chain-smoking figure dodging his every move. It says dogging. Uh, (laughs) No, he even says dogging. He says dogging. Dogging. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. Dogging been, his every move. You've been dogging me for like weeks. That. I don't like that. Meh. The Dark Knight's dangerously close to losing his cool when a series of bombings levels the city's libraries. As Batman narrows in on the bookworm and his literary henchmen, he discovers that an invaluable book from another world is at the center of the violence. Stranger still, the wolf is in on. But what kind of monster is built from such brains and brawn? And is he the enemy or an ally? Worlds collide as a Gotham mystery kickstarts a return to a world of fable. That was the longest synopsis I've ever read in my life. Yeah. I when, I, after the when, first sentence. when I saw it, I was like, geez, Louise, man. I was like, Simon, take it away. Issue number one. Go ahead. Read the <laughs> uh, I mean, you like fables as well. I don't want to be presumptuous. Yes, I do. I do like fables. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not the hugest Batman fan, but I do like Batman. I'd be lying if I, you know, if I said that I didn't like Batman. We review a ton of Batman books here. So this is interesting. Even when it came out, it was like, oh, okay. 
it's kind of annoying that it has to be a Big B versus Batman. Like that's mm. annoying. Yeah, I agree. But I love the char- I love Big B the character so much, and uh, I was interested in it. So when I, when it came across, you know, it came across my desk this week. <laughs> DC was like, "Hey man, you haven't reviewed this yet." Yeah, they decided like, hey, that we should give it a we should give it a crack. Yeah. Hey Lex, uh, you and Simon haven't talked about this yet. Is there a reason? So we're on it. We're we're, we're checking <laughs> Are it we out. We're breaking up. <laughs> Simon, I want to know what you thought about issue number one. Initial thoughts. You know, we switch things up on how we do reviews. We don't go panel by panel, but now we, you know, we talk about what we liked, what we didn't liked, and then keep it moving. Well, initial um, thoughts. The initial thoughts. I was excited about this because I do, like you said, I love fables. And I really enjoyed the first parts of Fables when Bigby was sheriff. Like, I loved all that. What I find interesting about this book, though, is they've, I feel like they changed Bigby's characterization because he's kind of hot headed. Well, okay, he's always hot headed. He was always that way. Yeah, I was going to say. But mm-hmm. this, he's, he's different. He's not the same character. There's something well, about Well, this, him. he seems, he, he seems almost. He's like antagonistic. Yeah, he's John Constantine. Yeah, he seems like yeah, he seems like shitty just to be shitty when that's not who he was. He was grumpy for sure. Right. And, you know, he was kind of a shithead, but he wasn't like in this he seems like he's poking at Batman and he's trying to like one up him psychologically. That's not his character in Fables. Well, and and Batman's kind of the same. Batman's this is shithead Batman. This is all-star Batman and Robin Batman. Like oh, crazy yeah. Batman. Yeah. Batman with an army of Robins, like what? That was the. Weird. I don't know if that that might be a you know, the next yeah, issue, but yeah, it's kind of the next issue. But I, I honestly didn't hate that part. I thought it was kind of neat. I hate it, but I just think it was. It's it's, it's not the typical Batman that we. It's definitely weird to barely acknowledge. Yeah, which they don't really acknowledge. They There's, don't ever acknowledge it. It's just something that is just yeah. in this book. Some of the enemy, I was like, who are these people? I don't know. I, I agree. I, I didn't know who they were, but I liked that. I liked their vibe. I liked that they were like aristocrats, but they were still the bad guys. And even later on, you see them like hopping fences and like beating the shit out of people, but they still dress like aristocrats. I like that. Mm. Not everybody has to be like a zany bad guy with like a split suit that's half purple, <laughs> half regular suit. I like that. I like it. I think it's funny. I think it adds to a menacing vibe to it. I like that Batman has a zipper on a suit makes sense i do like that too (laughs) you know why not i do like that too i agree with you man this is like an asshole batman he's really aggressive he talks about killing at one point not in this issue but another issue right yeah he's he's just like and maybe it's because he's frustrated that he can't solve the case he's very smug in this book too he's like i am batman i need two seconds to figure this out there's one panel where he says some, it's like a question and he does say blood and it's like he's kind of smirking at it yeah he smiles way too much in this book yeah it's i don't know it's kind of 90s it almost seems like it's it, you know it's a it is 90s-esque it seems like so fables is a different world and they acknowledge that in this book it feels like this is almost not main continuity batman like this is just another version of batman like another world that's that kind of just happens to be on yeah, that's why I kind of, that's where I put my brain to accept it. Yeah. I still love the Fables character. I wish we would have got a little bit more of that. You know, we do get the the new deputy that's helping Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. Yeah. 
and I knew that was Cinderella, but I don't know. I, I just wish that we got more. I would prefer more Fables characters and less Batman characters. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would appreciate more from the Fables world. Yeah. Before we jump to issue two, what do you think about the art, man? I know mean, we usually talk about that really at the end, but quick thoughts out for issue number one. I looked at this, and I looked at Nicole, and I was like, I should be a comic book artist. <laughs> because I do not like it at all. I did the same. I said the same thing. I said, why? You know, I did and if you know, you know, me at all, I've been sort of in this like art funk. We talked about it a few episodes ago. I'm like, man, why? This is like a sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. straight up a sign. I will say I will give them compliments on their panel layouts and a lot of the extraneous like outside stuff. But honestly, and I mean like their buildings and all that, they can draw buildings like a, you know, like a mother. But the actual characters don't look great, man. The, oh. And uh, I think really the problem is the cross hatching is like yes, yes, extreme. Yeah, they they put like greeblies and and weird cross hatching and texture on everything. Yeah, it's over textured. I think if you take away the texture, you take away the cross hatching, like not even take it away, like tone it down. I think it would look significantly better. And this is not I'm not a professional. I'm just from my well, eye, the, the characters don't look consistent either. That's the Oh. To me, that's the real problem is they don't look the same from panel to panel. And that's why I think yeah. I could do it <laughs> because my drawings don't tend to look that consistent either. So we can do it and we will do it. Calling it right now. The one thing about the Robin army that I didn't like is that they all look the same. Which I get it. They're all Robins, but like you got mm-hmm. Dick Grayson as Robin still. Yeah. Why not use Jason Todd? I thought Jason Todd. I thought Jason Todd was the one that was screaming orders at everybody. Like that makes more sense than Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Like have Jason Todd be the one that's like cracking the whip on all these Robin trainees, and have Dick Grayson out there with Batman. I don't know if I said that correctly. Yeah. What? I don't know. When I what I really found where and the reason why I think this is like psychopathic Batman is. You like change this fool up with heavy gauge chains in the back gate. Yeah. He doesn't know he's he doesn't like, know he's a fucking werewolf. And then like yeah, and then jokes about it in the morning. Oh, my prisoner, is that who you're talking about? And Melvin's yeah. like, What? But he's pissing himself down there in the cave because he can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, throwing up because he's diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Terrible. Also in this book or in this issue, Alfred's like I need to pull up the the books, but Alfred's like, no, I don't know anything about a prisoner, but I heard a weird noise that was making my ears pop, but I thought I was dreaming, so I just went back to sleep. Like, what? Well, that's issue two. You're almost there. Oh, but, that's issue two. <laughs> Sorry. I, I will say that I like the alt covers that we see in between. Those are nice. But I mean, I like the regular covers. You know, I think the art was on the... You know, it's that same old thing. The art on the outside doesn't match the inside. Mm-hmm. And the colors are pretty good. It's a little dark in some areas. Yeah. But it's very moody. It works because, cool. because you know, Fables has that sort of pastel but flat, darker colors. And Batman is known for having, or they have lighter colors, but Batman is known for having, like, the dark covers. <laughs> I mean, or dark colors. So, I mean, it works, but that crosshatching, man. Yeah. 
it's it's rough. Speaking of rough, take it away. Issue number two: Batman versus Big B, a Wolf in Gotham, issue two. Taking down the big bad wolf is at the top of Batman's agenda, but the Dark Knight is at is the least of Bigby's concerns. He has the pulse of more sinister forces at work when he takes to the streets to track down a magical book that's gone missing from Fable Town. And that's one thing, like, so we're, we'll get more into it here, but in the last issue too, why is Batman such a shithead that he's automatically just like, I'm going to fight you. He's always like that. Why is yeah. he always like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. not always, but in I need like something, these, I need something to hit. Yeah, these these crossover books like that. He's always yeah, fighting. I don't know. And this is what I was talking about. He's smiling about like, oh, my prisoner's down the stairs. And Alfred's like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. But like something crazy was happening. And I thought I was dreaming, so I just went back to sleep. And then you go down to the Batcave and it's just like destroyed. Yeah. He even destroyed the penny and the dinosaur. It, it, that is a funny. They do make a reference. He's like, what? Just because I broke or lost, you lost your penny or something. I just thought it was so weird. I'm like, Alfred's like, oh, was it a bomb? I just went back to sleep. Like, what? <laughs> you just went back to sleep? Yeah. And the way you they thought it was a it, bomb and then you went back to sleep. The, yeah. The way they explain it, it's like, he says, rapid changes in air pressure. I don't know what that. Yeah, but you know, but like, but you know that he's Batman, and so like, if there's an explosion, if so, or if there's like something like that happening, maybe I should just check it out. Yeah. No, nah, I'm gonna go back to sleep. Fuck it. I just I think cross hatching. I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's just too much. A lot. Well, it's Batman, a lot. Uh, yeah, there's weird anatomy here too. I don't know. This is when we do get a chance to look at our Robin army and they're called <laughs> as they advance through the ranks. It's clever. Not really that clever. It's really on the nose, but it's kind of funny. Like when they're trainees, they're eggs and then they become chicks and then they become Robins. It's like, ugh. I liked it. I did. I it's just it. so corny. It was weird, though. I don't know, man. It just seemed weird to shoehorn that in. And again, they make Dick Grayson this. Hardcore, like cracking the whip, general. It just makes more sense for it to be Jason Todd, and they don't even Jason Todd's not in it. Damien's not in it. Duke's not in it. They're like all these characters that are in the Robin family aren't in it. They have all these brand new characters, like this black kid that could have been Duke Thomas. Yeah, but instead he's just like some nobody. And it's just weird. Like you talk about psychopath Batman, Dick Grayson's like. Uh, this kid's doing great. He should advance. I think I'm going to do like light work. You know, he should hit the streets a little bit. And Batman's like, yeah, whatever, man, whatever you think. And Dick Grayson's like, do you want to tell him or me? It'd be crazy. You know, it'd be great if you told him. And Bruce is like, no, they need to think that I'm the enemy. Until mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. You're terrifying these children now? I don't know, man. I agree with you. Like even big, like we've seen Big B go mid transition, like person to not in between is like giant wolf, is giant wolf form. But in this, yeah. it just looks like Doctor Jekyll, man. That's exactly giant. what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, I always thought I th always thought it was cool that Big B has this 
ability to change to different fairy tales of wolves. So he's like the werewolf, but he also can be like the big bad wolf where he's just a wolf. He's just a giant wolf. Yeah, giant wolf. Yeah. What what'd you like about this? This issue, issue number two. I don't I'm know. I'm going to interject. I love the panel work where they have the the pipes. There's a few yeah. pages, like page 14, 15. There are pipes from the building acting as the panels. I think that's cool, man. I think it looks really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And I, would, I haven't seen that done before. I would agree that the panel work for the entire book is really clever and interesting. On We're not going panel by panel, but I want to acknowledge the fact that I said Bill Willingham is like an alt-right hardcore dude, and I don't want to put anything on him to be presumptuous, but from the way he is perceived in the media, he's a hardcore right-wing conservative, which is no problem. If that's how you feel, whatever. Go nuts. But I love that he uses terminology that don't, that doesn't really reflect that side of <laughs> the political landscape. So I'd imagine he's writing this and he's like, what are the kids? What are the kids saying? So there's this drunk guy talking to Bruce at this party. He's like, I swear, Bruce, this year's literary festival is going to be lit. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't you you don't talk like that in your regular vernacular. Yeah. And so it just made me eye roll. Didn't do it a lot, but it made me eye roll. I thought there were some interesting parts about some of the henchmen names, which we don't get too many of those in this, but they, they're doing this like heist and they call it Operation Alexandria. I thought that was cool because the yeah. Library of Alexandria burned. You know that. Other people might not know that. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. I don't like this like Batman v Superman, Big B, Bruce Wayne thing. Where they meet at a party and oh, somebody's Lord. like, oh, this is so-and-so. Let's fight. Yeah. yeah, it's very on the nose, man. Like, you are not, you know what's about to happen. You know, they're put, they're pit against each other. They're going to work together. That's, it's very on the nose. Yeah. Also, Batman. Oh, no. My city. Shut up, dude. Yeah, that was, that was eye-rolling. Or Bigby at the beginning is like, I can smell, which is cool, and that makes sense. He's like, I can smell, you know, I have a scent that normal people don't have. I can tell you're Batman. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, Batman's like, oh, well, I smell blood on you. And it's yeah. like, what? Yeah, Batman. That's embarrassing. I, Why'd you say I, that? I don't like this hardcore Batman that's like guilty. It's like guilty until proven innocent. So everybody... Is on his shit yeah. list. And we talked about how he's like kind of smug Batman too, because he was like, the bad ones always want to talk. You messed up your, you you know, you had the the surprise on me, but now all I needed was two seconds to figure out how to take you down. It's just like, what are you, what are you talking about? It, yeah. And all the clothes in this, why would anybody get a tux that tight? Batman can't move around yeah. in that shit. He didn't figure it out. That's there's not a lot of stuff that we like today. Shoot number two. The panel work is top tier, though. I will say, I'm really digging it. I think it's extremely creative. Yeah, I agree. 
Batman versus Big B, a wolf in Gotham, issue number three. Batman and Big B's brawl comes to a grinding halt after a wave of explosions rocks Gotham. When a giant wolf emerges from the wreckage, Batman and his team of Robins stop at nothing to bring down the beast. And all goes according to the true villain's master. What about this issue? What did you like, man? What didn't you like? How are you feeling so far? We're about midway through the book. Well, like I said, I, I and when we were talking about the last one, I do like when they start talking like all his henchmen and everybody that's involved with this program, how they all have literary names. Even later, they're, they're like Project Kafka or whatever. Kafka Restoration. I can't remember. But I like that they all have these literary names. I'm trying to think. Somebody was Hemingway. Somebody was like Kipling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that's kind of cool. Nice touch. Makes sense. I don't, again, I don't dig that they just have random Robins when they had a, a bullpen of Robins to pick from. Like this guy, we see, spoiler, which is, she was never, I mean, yeah, she was a Robin for a little bit. But then it could have easily been Jason Todd with her. Mm-hmm. But no. Or Tim Drake again. But no, it's a guy named Roberto. Roboido. Like, why? That's your daddy, Roboido. <laughs> I don't understand it. The f- Bat- <laughs> Batman's are face. Weird. Batman's face when he's saying, My daddy! <laughs> yeah. It's laughably It's very bad. cartoony. Yeah, it's very cartoony. His pupils are like just dots. Well, that's the thing about Batman. I do like Batman the fact the, ga- like- the, the grappling gun, the 90s animated series grappling gun will always be my favorite grappling gun. So, yeah. him using that was great. But he only has three fingers. <laughs> true yeah batman i didn't notice that it's funny batman also Man, turtle fist <laughs> yeah wouldn't ever react like that in a bad situation i mean my but the batman i like is calm cool collected yeah he would walk out and then turn into batman he wouldn't jump off a building with the grappling hook as bruce wayne <laughs> yeah yeah i thought it was cool to finally know. see big b in his big giant wolf form yeah, I love it. The panel work where it says GCPD. Great. Yeah, and the panel work is great in this book. That was really clever. I don't even oh, really man. like I don't even really like uh Commissioner Gordon. I think he looks weird in this. He looks young. Yes. Hip hip Commissioner Gordon. He looks he looks young. Yeah, the the art in this I'm Cinderella's it odd too, too, man. I don't know. Just her her whole outfit. She looks like a what a what an alien would dress like if they saw some old detective TV shows. Yeah, yeah, with a wig on. It looks like yeah, she looks like an alien. Yeah, I don't know, man. It is cool to see Bigby. That Batman armors up. That armored Batman. That's probably the best Batman in this entire book. Hmm. But yeah, that you're one right. Panel where he, where he, where he first puts the armor on. In this, yeah. He says, so I'm going to hunt him down and kill it. He's talking about this wolf. That's not Batman. Batman doesn't do that shit. Yeah, why would you kill it? Yeah, but then Bigby gets the, you know, he gets the upper hand. He's going to crush him. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about that. That's, I don't know, man. I really wanted to like this book. And I'm just saying at this point when I'm at issue three, I'm like, yeah, 
I'm the same because <laughs> I love because I love fables and anything in that. Yeah. Just, uh, just well, it didn't have it. enough fables to me. It was just like yeah, Bigby was, and Gotham, right? That's it, what was it was Batman featuring Bigby. Yeah, it was it wasn't really? It was like what happened? What would happen if Bigby just got randomly transported to Gotham? So it wasn't really a, a true crossover. It it shows that Bill Willingham doesn't read Batman comics, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something. I don't know. He just he just made up his own Batman lore. Take it away, issue number four, man. Batman and Bigby call a ceasefire as the city recovers from a night of violence. And evidence of a shared enemy surface, and evidence of a shared enemy surfaces when Gotham's magical connection to Fable Town is revealed. But with egos at stake and wounds to lick, will a common cause be enough to transform this tenuous truce into a heroic alliance? Next time. No. This this book starts out with the perfect example of Batman plot armor. Literally. Like, Big Bigby's like, I could crush you right now. Like, Batman in, is like, oh, you could talk. And he's like, he does this like weird <laughs> exposition like oh well now I should explain how I'm gonna murder you and it's just like what yeah and Bigby's like hey man I could just crush you right now and then Batman says have you never heard about reactive armor no no one's ever heard about this future technology oh yeah. my god it makes me think of that the way everybody reacts to him talking reminds me of that robot chicken when the underdog's like have no here underdog is here and he's like holy shit a talking dog <laughs> like <laughs> what do you you got something to say boy he's like have no holy shit yeah it's great the reactive armor works as in big b is scratching batman's armor and it's causing enough friction that causes this giant explosion but the way the explosion works is that it's only outwards and it doesn't affect <laughs> the other person. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even if they doesn't have make any sense. An open mouth port. <laughs> yeah. Just breathing in the smoke alone should make him unconscious. I do. It's really spawn edgy Batman, but I do like that panel of him coming out of the clouds. Yeah. I don't like that. Bigby got knocked out by Batman. Yeah, that was kind of lame. But he had, I mean, he had to. And then he turns into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. After he came in. And also, before I didn't notice it, because I, right now, or when I was reading it, I was like, well, how come he doesn't have, Batman doesn't have his armor on? And I didn't realize in the cloud, he just kind of like pops it all off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever's left. Beep. And just like all pops off. Yeah. I don't know, man. Panel work is still good. Panel work is still good. The Panel character work cool. is not good. Panel work, again, This I'm with you, man. There's no reason why we couldn't make a comic book. Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not discrediting this artist. I'm sure, I'm sure this is like a crunch time book. And maybe they have their own style that doesn't really necessarily work with like superheroes and things like that. Well, and it it makes me think, and I don't think this is a real thing, but it makes me think this is a background artist. Like, their whole thing is drawing vehicles and cityscapes yeah. and just like yeah, everything Yeah, because the cityscape, the city, the city buildings look good. I really think the Batmobile in this is cool, too. Yeah, it I is. I dig that. But, like, I'm on page, yeah, I'm if on you're listening page. to this, I'm on page 11, 
and the cross hatching on Batman's like the the mouthpiece is like it's almost all you could just almost fill in a little bit more and it's completely black. <laughs> it's like cross hatched to the extreme. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. What did you like about this issue, man? I like that he had the red phone. It's kind of a funny callback. That was a great callback. Well, we get we get more of the explanation of like the books and the 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 weapons and stuff from fables that got put out through different worlds. And Bigby's been on a mission to get them all back in this book that they don't really ever talk about. It has like the twelve most powerful spells in it or whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'll get to it in a second. I do like the red phone. That's really, God, that's sad that the red phone is my favorite part of this when issue. When the Kafka company or whatever is going to fumigate this library, whatever they're doing, this yeah. picture of this woman who's like, you should have been here already. Her eyes are looking in different directions. Yeah, big time. It's like they drew one half of her face. And then came back and drew the other half. They're like, lunchtime. Yeah, not good. <laughs> oh, I, man. I don't know. I would, Bigby's wearing that Bigby's wearing that Batman animated series suit. <laughs> yeah. Let it borrow from Bruce. I don't know. Oh, no. Not good. I'm not digging it at all. I'm and not it digging sucks. It. And again, these covers. I, Big B is Big B is one of my favorite like comic book characters outside of like the big two main superheroes or whatever. Mm-hmm. This, you know, what would be cool? This would be a great Telltale game. Not this story specifically, but if you merge the Batman from the Telltale games and yeah. Big B from the Wolf Among Us, seems like that's what they're trying to do. It seems like they're like, "Yo, let's make this a thing." Yeah. I'd play the hell out of that. I like all of those games. Yeah, they're good. Too bad they shut down the company. Even though they brought it back, right? Well, it's like PHQ. They basically sold off the properties and stuff. <clears throat> PHQ's still a thing? Yeah, man. Thanks. PHQ, yeah, they made like they're <laughs> they're making like they made Motocross. <laughs> no, they they made all the Darksiders games and then they just came out with the Destroy All Humans. Like they've redone both of those games. They're good. They're hanging on by a thread. They're hanging on by a thread. <laughs> uh, well, they're shut down. Someone else bought them. <laughs> and then they, oh, okay. I was going to yeah, say they're was, hanging on by a thread. No, they went. They went bankrupt because of that stupid drawing tablet thing that for that the Wii. Sense. And then they. Oh, it was for other systems too. But anyway. And then someone else bought their properties and they call it like THQ Nordic or whatever. <clears throat> that makes sense. Anyway. Batman versus Bigby, <laughs> a wolf and Gotham issue number five. The world bending collision between Gotham City and Fable Town races toward its climax as the two yeah. great detectives unite to unravel the bookworm's master plan and stop the bombings. But while their brains might be up to the test, the final act will require all their brawn as well. Now, it's it's really 
making this a Gotham City and Fable Town thing, but it's not. It's just like it's just Bigby and Cinderella. Cindy's there, but she doesn't really do anything. She's like a she's like Jim Gordon. She's yeah. a background character. Yeah, You're not doing right. anything. Yep. I wish there. I wish there was more Fable Town in it. Yeah, for sure. Like any other character. Like that. I do like that they use Bookworm. I like that he's a super obscure Batman villain. But Batman treats it as like, oh, he's he's someone that gives me headaches. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just seems like an edgy Adam West Batman almost. Yeah, super edgy. So, yeah, and then it's just watching Batman get backhanded into oblivion. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, now the Bookworm has superpowers and he's going to beat the... He's going to murder Batman. Well, Bookworm is like Voldemort in this, but yeah. And then the fact that God, this artist is so bad. There's a there's a picture yeah. of this like when he's getting twisted or whatever. When yes, but when Bigby is walking up with the book, his face is looking a different direction than his head is looking, and his hands are bigger than his head. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, he like he's messing up Bookworm with a book. It's like his weakness is books. He just backhanded. <laughs> that's, that's, OK, there's there's no gripe in that. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's silly, man. It's um, something that that's something, uh, no lie. That's something that you and I would write in a story and think it was the great, the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Well, and that, yeah, this this whole spell he does this hentai spell he does with all these octopus arms and shit yeah why aren't you just doing that anyways or i guess he just got the book to learn this worm spell i don't know batman's like dead he's literally dead right now his heart stopped yeah. they're doing chest compressions but like the batman body when they're doing chest compressions just looks obscene it looks like a Little person body. I don't know what the <laughs> correct terminology is, but it just are doesn't we, match. We, lad? The Tim Drake or whoever this Robin is. There's like yeah. three white Robins. We don't know who is who. With the same kind of hairstyle. That he yeah, three white Robins. White Robin 2 is bigger than Batman. I think some of the texture work with the cross-hatching is, really throws me off with capes. You know, I... And I didn't voice this complaint at the beginning, but there's too much texture. It looks like the capes are made out of like those blankets that you get the real cheap, like microfiber kind mm. of like super soft blankets. Yeah. Like the like, airport blanket. Yeah. It looks like they're made out of that. I didn't know Roberto was sleeveless either. That's, that's weird. Hey, look at him. Look at those arms. He's the only one. Too. He's the only one with the emblem that matches his name. <laughs> Yeah, this, I don't know, man. One thing, a complaint that I have, I know we're shitting all over this. A complaint that I have about this is like Batman was dead. And they're all like, they oh, said he died three times. Yeah, he'll pull through. It's fine. That's the way they treat it. Uh, it's fine. I know we're crap. I, like you said, we're crapping on this book, man, but man, man. I'm interested to see because you know I, I feel like every every artist that, that I typically follow 
maybe superhero books isn't this artist's strong suit. You know, maybe they do something else and they do it really well. And they got picked up. Like maybe, yeah, maybe they are a background illustrator or whatever. Maybe they do something totally different. But in this, I'm just not feeling it. And this is no way, shape, or form you can listen to this and say, man, Lex, you sound like a dickhead. You're not a professional artist. I'm not, but I know what I like. And like Batman in this bed with his like tiny legs and giant (laughs) upper body, I'm like, dude, if I drew that, I would be like, my proportions are off. I just would know it. Brian Level is a tattoo artist. He's the artist on this? Yeah. That makes sense. It does make sense. These drawings aren't good. Batman couldn't get his shoes on. And weirdly enough, that's my favorite panel. (laughs) It's funny to see his little leotard, like the way that his pants loop around his ankles. So, (laughs) yeah, pretty great. The, The panel work continues to be perfect yeah how, how old is this more book? creative than i've seen in came out last year some of these uh, it started it started in 2021 at the end it was like november 2021 and then finished this year so his website brianlevel.com not secure i'll check it out not uh, secure i'm not going to that <laughs> just saying it he has some pretty good things I don't know. Maybe I mean, making 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 static images, uh, and again, I'm not a professional. I am someone that doodles my spare time. I would love to be better about it one day, but drawing silhouettes and single images and things like that is way easier than doing like sequential art. Sequential art's hard, man. Yeah, it's super hard. You have to. It's like really, really hard. You have to make yourself like a Bible for what your character is going to look like and then remember everything about them from page to page or panel to panel. Yeah. yeah. And and in this, again, the panel work is some of the best I've seen in comic books, period. I, I, I will give that book this. He did. It looks like he did Absolute Carnage. Separation Anxiety. Oh, the newer one? I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's enough of that. Yeah, not, still not. Panel work's still good. But that's all the nice things I have to say about this book. Yeah, the story doesn't is not really grabbing me. Like you mentioned, Voldemort earlier, we learned that Bookworm is actually possessed by a Fable Town character, and I don't know if they ever even mention who is. Oh, yeah, they do. In the yeah, last at the issue. very end, yeah. But yeah, it throws you off because even this, you're not really sure who the hell it is. And they're way more evil when you do find out what they are. They're way more evil than I remember them being in Fables. Same. Like same. Melting this dude. I don't know. Yeah. Same. All right, man, take it away. Issue a number six. <laughs> Batman versus Bigby, a wolf and Gollum, issue six. The crossover event concludes here. Thank God. Now that they know the true power and bookworm's <laughs> possession, Batman and Bigby must race across Gotham to put an end to the plan that's already plunged the city into flames. But when they arrive, Very good. <laughs> it looks like bookworm has somehow found the strength necessary to take on Batman. 
A fight he'll have to manage on his own, as Bigby goes up against a surprising foe from Fabletown. What do you mean he finally, here he looks like Bookwire found the strain. He almost killed, he killed Batman. He killed him. He beat the shit out of Batman. Damn. What do you think about this final issue, man? They wrap it up. Some, I mean, Bigby, what is this character, man? In Fables, I feel like he had a consistent look for his, like, Mm -hmm. and I always thought about it like this when I was reading it back in the day. It was like Dragon Ball Z Saiyan levels. Like, he had, like, werewolf level one, level two, and then level three was, like, the big bad wolf. Yeah, you know when he be, you know, the first one he was kind of like he had claws and he was kind of scary, and then he kind of like beefed up. But this, he just looks like a hulking monster. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just I, like randomly. I kind of, I was similar the way I thought about it, but I again I always thought about it like the different literary senses of yeah. a wolf. So he could transform into any literary sense of a wolf. Yeah, that's uh, way that makes way more sense, and that's actually way cooler. That's that's just the way I took it. Commando injured Batman is stupid. Like, take a knee, bro. Yeah, he was dead, and now he's just, like, straight up beating the shit out of Bookworm, who put him in a coma. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, help me put on my shoes, but we're gonna jump into this window. The Bookworm scene where he's like, other face is melt like his regular face is melting but he has a bookworm is dead essentially yeah yeah he's wasting away the head on top is this other fable town character it's also weird i can't remember they like there's this side part where they go and capture one of the one of his henchmen yeah, and they're like gonna burn his head or something. I, I, I barely paid attention. To that. I I've kind of skipped over it because I don't see what it has to do with the rest of the plot right now. This weird Batman like utility belt smoke bomb explosion <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting, and I it made me think. I was like, man, Batman uses fear gas a lot. Like this isn't the first instance I've seen of him using fear gas against his opponents. Yeah, and I really did. And I assume that's what it was. Seems like some some kind of poison gas because he takes a mydol. I don't know why that stuck in my head. I was going to say antidote. Mydol <laughs> just popped in my head. I I like this uh, again with the panel layout. The one where Big B's fighting Grendel's Grendel's. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> Grundle's mom, Grundle's mom. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I like how many little mini panels there are. Yeah, it's real good. And once again, like Batman is saving Bigby. They're both messed up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Batman was just in the coma. Bigby heals instantly. There's no way that it shouldn't be the other way around. <laughs> they never really. I can't remember. This must be a, a fable, a fables thing. This book. I don't really understand. But yeah, they're walking around and this he is bookworm escaped and he's like melting. Yeah. And then Cinderella just puts a bullet in his head. <laughs> God, that's the best we've seen Cinderella. Like they really put their work into this one page. Yeah, that's weird. Alfred quit. It's very now that you say the tattoo style, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. 
Alfred quits and then Batman again is like, hey, thanks for saving my life. <laughs> He'll come back. How abusive is that? Shit? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, no, Alfred's quitting. He's like, don't worry. He does that from time to time. And it's like, you're a terrible person, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we find out that the bones, <laughs> which they <laughs> so Bookworm is like ultra dead. Batman doesn't care, even though he doesn't kill characters. No. They they. The bones contain the spirit wherein of the the person that was possessing him, and it ends up who was it? Totenkinder. Kinder. Toten Kinder. So it was like you know one of the evil grandmothers or whatever from Fable. But again, in Fables, I don't remember her being that bad. Like she wasn't great. She was yeah, kind of like a double spy thing. I remember she had. Well, some- they kept saying the adversary. They kept saying like. Our real adversary, our adversary, ad- they kept saying that over and over. So I thought it was Geppetto, like hmm. the ad, like the main bad guy of Fables. I thought he had taken over this body, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, but then it wasn't. So I was like, oh, "This is kind of this kind of lame." Because I mean, honestly, it would have fit because Bigby is alive with his kids. Spoilers was, for Fables. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that Bigby died. Thanks for that spoiler. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's alive, man. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> kill it's, all his kids. That's really sad too, man. Yeah, his kids. Yeah, yeah. So you know about that? No, I, I don't know. know about that. Oh, <laughs> I, I quit reading Never. fables. I quit Never. reading fables right after, like, they moved to the far. It was like right after the war stuff. I started kind of. Oh my gosh, you have like a whole story arc after that. Yeah, I kind of I I started to lose interest once Big B was no longer sheriff. And, and yeah, you have a whole story arc where they meet his dad, the North Wind, no, and all that stuff. I remember that part. Man, well, you remember him having kids, right? Yes, yeah, with Snow White. So there's not a ton that happens afterwards, but there's there's like a story arc at the end of that that ends. Fables, pretty much the the main storyline. Even though they brought it back recently, the continuation, like this year. I haven't read it, though, because, you know, reasons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I've been reading it. I'm going to sell out. I don't know, man. I thought this was a weird just like way to wrap it up. Panel work looks good. The characters look like ass. And it's funny. It's like. I'd like it just fine if our pets never cross again. It's like, fuck you, dude. Whatever. Fine. Yeah, Batman's still an asshole. Was uh, that just too weird to comprehend or what? We chose this life, Robin. Best get back to it. Just like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's a really strange end. And it just ends. So. I want you to know that I recommended this book because you and I are fans of Fable and oh. we both like Batman. I know we both like Batman. Yeah, when you sent that, when you sent it to me, I was excited because for those reasons, right? Same. Let's talk about it. Overall, what do you think? Did you enjoy the read? You said when you when I first sent it to you, I always want to know what you think when I first sent it to you. So you were excited <sighs> to read it. Yeah, but it was a slog, man. It was really, yeah. really hard. It was really hard to get through. Luckily, it was a relatively quick read for me because I didn't, I just didn't care from the Mm get-go. Like, after issue one, I was just like, ah, hope I don't miss anything important. I just, I ran through it. Would you recommend this book to (laughs) to anyone? No. 
No, I would not. Same. Let's talk about art overall. We know we've been talking about it a lot. It's hard not to talk about it in every issue, but just positive notes and then our remarks. Positive notes. Coloring is pretty good. The the coloring was pretty good. Panel work was panel work, top tier. Yeah, panel work was really good. Yep. Panel work was top tier. Probably the best thing about this book. Mm, for sure. Hands down. I don't really have anything else to say, but I didn't like it. I was not a fan. It could have used more. It could have used more Fable Town stuff. Yeah, I I'm more interested. To me, that's a more interesting story. I'm way more interested in Fable Town. I don't really care about Batman. <laughs> you know, like I think it would have been cool. I think it would have been cooler and a much better story if you don't you don't use the Robins at all. Like that just that was shoehorned in. Like they didn't really serve a purpose at all. Yeah, you put you put raw you put Batman in Fable Town instead of Bigby in Gotham. You put Batman in Fable Town, and it's sort of like a I don't know a Batman Ninja situation where you have the Joker teaming up with. Geppetto or the adversary or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know it's lame to have Joker be the villain, but having him interact with like how, you know, wacky and zany the Fable Town characters are, I think it would be more interesting than this. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know how interesting that would be either, to be completely honest. I mean, I don't. I'm just trying to think about anything that would be better than this. Yeah, because Batman's whole shtick is like, it would have to be Detective Batman, which is fine. That's the one that I like. Yeah. So, you know, that's he wasn't really Detective Batman in this though. He was more like military militant Batman. In this. Military dickhead Batman, ruling the city with an iron fist. He had they had paid informants. They had a dude at the beginning. We didn't even talk about this. They had a dude at the beginning who was like a sketchy ass dude. Well, and I and find Robin that, was like, "Yeah, that's what we pay you for." And I was like, "What?" It makes a lot of sense, and they say later that it he's does, got, but it was just weird. They say that people, he's got people in every gang, which I'm like, "Yeah, it makes sense." But what's funny about that is it's like this secret meetup, and Robin's on top of a roof, and this guy's yelling <laughs> up to him. So it's not that secret. It's not that secret. And they're like threatening him, like, I'll beat the shit out of you if you don't tell him. And he's like, well, you pay me. You don't have to beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, I, I just didn't like it, man. Let's grade this damn thing. I don't want to, I don't want to crap on it too much. I appreciate the fact that we found a book that we didn't like. I feel like we've been too nice lately. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been loving everything we've read. There's a few, a few weeks from now, I got a book that I'm really excited to read with you. Nah. <laughs> Fantastic Four life story. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> Simon, go first. It's an A1. No, I'm kidding. I know what I'm going to give this. I know what I'm going to give this one. I already know. I'm going to give it a C3. Shit, <laughs> man, whatever. I give, it, I, I, I give it a C3 because the panel work was fine, the lettering was fine, and I like the mm-hmm. characters. But... The story was boring and not really, yeah, it was just boring and art style was trash, man. Sorry. Yeah. 
Sorry, dude. I know it's your whole livelihood, but. I'm sure he's making an ass load of money tattooing. I'm sure he's not worried about this. Somebody, somebody is making, I mean, he's making money off of it. So. Yeah. And that's the thing. He also got paid for it. So like our shitty opinions don't really matter to him. Cause he's like, I cashed my check already. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to take my money back. Cause something Simon and Lex said on their podcast. I'm going to give this one. This is the, this might be harsh. I don't remember what I graded life story, but this is going to be harsh. I'm going to give this one a, a G8. G8. Yeah. Oof. I could eat that top part. That top part's the panel work. Yeah. Everything else, I'm going to toss in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Given to the dogs. I was yeah. not a fan, man. And I and I think it's because I was I'm such a big fan of the the lore behind fables. Yes. Uh, uh, I just, it did not do it for me on any level. I thought the art was, I thought the art was something that you and I could do. And I don't know if that's a compliment to us and an insult to them. <laughs> to them. Well, but I don't know. I think, I think we could have done a better book than that. Yes, I agree. So perspective. Thanks for the inspiration. I'll say that. <laughs> that's a positive. <laughs> Yes. Oh man, I would love to have a six issue series where we get to draw Batman and Big B. Yeah, sign me up. And I would, you know what? And if that happened, and some podcast was like, "Yo, this dude, these dudes art suck," I'd be like, "Cool, man, I still did it." So, yeah, that kiss check. my ass. <laughs> yeah, kiss my ass. Oh man, that's all we got. I'm sorry. I, I, why, why are we apologizing? Who cares? That's how we feel about the book. That's what you're here for. Right. Suck. Yeah. Enjoy. Ah, where can the people find you? You can find my Instagram, Simon Toast, and TikTok, Simon Toast. TikTok, don't stop. You can find my TikTok, my TikTok. <laughs> At OnlyFans, coming in 2023. <laughs> All the rest of our stuff, you can find Wednesday Pool anywhere. WednesdayPool.com is our website. Definitely check it out. Go to our Patreon, the Wednesday pull list, sign up for it. You get the review shows, you get the thick cut, you get all kinds of stuff. Join our Discord. We like to chat in there. Non, Lots of nonsense. I love it. And uh, leave our show a review, a five-star review preferably. But yeah, stop by, leave a review. It would really help. That's a huge help to the podcast. So do yes. that. Any any kind of review. Be nice. Yeah, even if Give it's me. a four-star review. You're like Simon's. Simon's voice is way too nasally, and yeah, leave the negative review, but hit five stars. Yeah, that's fine. That's the that's the thing. That's Say it. whatever you want about us, but hit the five stars. I read them too. They, they whenever I need an ego boost. There's some good ones on there, man. It really make me happy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all we got, folks. We're circling the drain. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah.